Hey everyone, and welcome to the Fear Fight Podcast, where we get stories, inspiration, and encouragement from everyday creatives trying to make it just like you and me. We talk art, God, goals, love, life, and so much more. But above all, we resolve to stay in the fight and always pursue our dreams in spite of fear. Thank you so much for sitting with me and for this interview. No, thank you. Thank you. Of thank course. you. So why don't we start with who you are? So who is Justine? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm in my own skin, so it's hard to tell. Yeah. Okay. So um, I am Justine Danielle Williams. I grew up in Pensacola, Florida, okay. and <laughs> I moved up to Washington, D.C. after... Um, College, going to University of Florida, and I got my doctorate degree in physical therapy at Howard University. Go Bison! And um, I am a physical therapist. I specialize in pediatrics, geriatrics, and women's health. Um, I am a daughter and a sister. I am a fiance now. Yes, <laughs> I am a fiance now. I'm an author, a lover, a child of God, and well, specifically a child of Jesus Christ. Um, and just like a hopeful person. Yeah. So does that make sense? No, that's good. That's really good. That's really good. Okay. So, so what kinds of things make you come alive? Like what, what like feeds your fire? It's so funny. I really like serving people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if I am in a setting where I'm hosting or if I am cooking for people or if I'm providing a service for, for people, mm-hmm. um, that's when I come alive. Okay. Like my uh, soon-to-be nephew's Aww. first birthday party okay. was this past uh weekend and I was like volunteering to do everything like I was like I'm gonna serve I'm gonna like do this and I was so fulfilled and happy by doing it and that's when I was like come alive and my fiance was like don't get into nothing don't get into nothing (laughs) I'm like I'm just I'm just moving I promise I won't I promise I won't I'm just gonna I'm just gonna help and it it just brought me so much joy so I think serving makes me come alive when did you think you found out that like serving is like your your Um, passion I I think in college I'd mm-hmm. say um, just because I started to get exposed to different environments I did an internship at this um, company or I'd say entity it it allowed children who had experienced abuse oh, wow. they actually came to this one place to mm-hmm. recount to, to tell their story mm-hmm. and then uh, DCPS and like all these like all these different places mm-hmm. um, could get that specific story without them having to retell it and re-experience okay. it yeah. and so like serving there was like yeah. the first time I remember like being like in a place where I not only was like physically doing things to serve yeah. but like emotionally meeting yeah. the need yeah so I think that like in college I was like wow like I really like to serve people and so mm-hmm. that that's when I got into the pathway mm-hmm. I'm in now doing physical therapy and mm-hmm. different things like that mm-hmm. so that's what where I got it from <laughs> or yeah, found yeah. out about it yeah 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 so you say um so physical therapy like you started like that interest in college or like was it always kind of a you know I did not want to be a physical therapist at first I didn't even really know about it okay um I was I switched my major like two or three times okay so I came into college pre-med okay and so funny I I was taking all these classes like you know your intro classes Mm -hmm. and I couldn't pass 
like bio. Like okay. I couldn't, okay. like I couldn't pass it. Yeah. And calculus and stuff like that. And my best friend sitting next to me zooming through problems and I'm still on number one yeah. and it's midnight. I'm like, I'm not going to pass this. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm just not. Yeah. And so when I found that like the higher level sciences really gave me a problem mm-hmm. and an issue, I tried to look for things or to stay in the health field mm-hmm. and help and serve people. But do it on a level that I understood and could yeah. comprehend. Yeah. And so as I did more research, my mom um, suggested physical therapy to me. Okay. And she had actually been in a car accident that was like a fake, not fatal to her, but fatal to the driver. Wow. And her fingers got severed off. Like it was a really bad accident. Yeah, yeah. And she was in rehab for a really long time. And yeah. believe it or not, like I had only went once yeah. and kind of got exposed that way. And, yeah. and it kind of went to the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. So as time went on she explained to me like hey like this is kind of cool like and I did my research and I was like I can relate to everything that is like one a prerequisite that I can pass I was like oh I can pass these okay (laughs) but then it was like as I started to learn about what I would actually study in the curriculum it was a lot of like relating um real life to medicine okay Okay. and that's what I you know you're because you're trying to yeah that that connection right and I really, really didn't get that connection until my last year in PT school okay. when I had to integrate everything I had learned. Because gotcha. taking a test, it was cool. It was yeah, easy. Yeah. These are things that, I, that are my, my, my field. It's not mm-hmm. organic or mm-hmm. chem or anything. Mm-hmm. This was like, you know, microbiome. Like yeah. this was like anatomy, stuff yeah. like that that yeah. I could grasp. But until I did, oh my gosh, I actually have a testimony about that, but I'll tell you when you ask me. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you when you ask you me. You can say. Um, I, I had to integrate everything I learned okay. into my final clinical now, okay. <laughs> I I went through all of my clinicals. We did four clinicals. Okay. Got to my third one. And it was actually in Pensacola, where I'm from, wow. at an outpatient clinic that okay. was supposed to be just, you know, rehabbing arms and legs. Yeah, yeah. I failed it. Oh, no. Okay. According to them, I failed it. They, they felt like I was not ready to graduate and practice on my own. Okay. It's a lot of stuff behind that. I think it was very political. Okay. Um, and I think it was very um, interesting. But I fought, I fought to the end. Yeah, yeah. And the board at Howard actually gave me an opportunity to retake it. Yeah. Now, they put me in the hardest setting that you can be in, which is inpatient, like, re- this is inpatient rehab in oh, hospital. Inpatient. Okay, yeah. 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 So these are people that are, like, still hooked up to yeah. lines and yeah. everything. So I had to take every single thing that I had learned in PT school, yeah. integrate it under pressure. Wow. So... As I started to study in the way that my clinical instructor or CI was teaching me, mm-hmm. I had to start really pulling it in. Mm-hmm. And really, God is good because he ordered my steps in that way mm-hmm. that, like, I had to fail mm-hmm. to get what mm-hmm. I really needed to gotcha. become what I needed to be. Wow. Yeah. And if I had a never, I, I tell her this all the time, Nadine, I love you to death. <laughs> she um, taught me what I know and what it means to be a therapist. Yeah. So you can't just say, this is the leg, this yeah. is how the leg works. Yeah. Our bodies work in a way that yeah. you have to understand the moving factors to yes. what. And in the hospital, you're preventing anything from going worse than yeah. what they are, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. if you have someone with a broken leg, right. it's so many things that can happen with a broken leg. You're yeah. like one of your major arteries, um, arteries yeah. and like your blood flow is going there. Yeah. Your biggest, Ooh. literally probably the biggest, yeah. like it is the biggest, going there, your femoral artery. And mm-hmm. it's like, if that's compromised, mm-hmm. this person could drop and like go into like some serious issues in wow. need like yeah. serious medical attention. So it really taught me to pull it all and like it made me super strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It made me think different. Mm-hmm. And so not not only then like after you do your clinicals, you 
take your boards. Okay. And so on your boards, you're doing the exact same thing. Okay. These are not just like A plus B plus C. Right, These are like right. this person was in the hospital. Da, 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 da. Wow. What would you treat them? How would you do? What, yeah. what would you do? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So my love for physical therapy started to happen after I realized what it was and okay. what you could do with it. Okay. Yeah. So how are you using your um, your love for physical therapy now? Like. Besides, you know, working and things was like right. that. Right. Besides going to, going to work and going home. Um, I think my love for physical therapy, it generates, well, I'll say it goes back mm-hmm. to my love to serve. Yeah, yeah. And right now I work with kiddos primarily. Like okay. during the day I work with special needs children okay. from ages 3 to 22 okay. every day okay. during the week uh, at a school. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it's kind of cool to, you know, be with kiddos that mm-hmm. have, you know, and provide what they need. Yeah. But I, I just think it makes me stronger knowing um, that I'm I'm valuable to someone who yeah. may not ever get to experience yeah. life the way that I see it. Yeah. And so physical therapy for me is always relating back to my serving. Yeah. It's always relating. So it doesn't matter what setting I'm in. If, mm-hmm. if I'm at the nursing home on the mm-hmm. weekends, if I'm at the school during the week, mm-hmm. or if I'm trying to, you know, get to my women's health patients who also are in severe need, you mm-hmm. know, it, it just goes back to like me serving. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's how I think I'm using it. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just serving with it. Just, and being able to talk to people. Yeah. I'm a talker. So <laughs> I get to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. The kiddos, not so much. Cause a lot of them can't talk. True, a lot of them true. are nonverbal, true, yeah. but they, they show you, you yeah. talking to them, but they'll yeah. show you what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's a lot of behaviors that happen at, <laughs> at my, my school, but yeah, they're fun. Well, yeah. yeah that's they're what they're fun. Tell me more about, like, In Her Physique. Like, what is... Okay. So, In Her Physique is actually... Well, it was birthed out of the idea of me wanting to get into women's health. Okay. So, when you're in PT school, you try your best to get a specialty or apply for a specialty. Okay. My specialty was in women's health. Yeah. But they're so rare that okay. it was really hard to get a job in it wow. right out of school. So, now that, like, I know the field and that there are a few more options here in D.C., mm-hmm. I was like, okay, my fiance's at home. I want to move home. But there's yeah. no clinics within a 60-mile radius. Yeah. So, okay, let's start in her physique. Let's yeah. let's just offer the services. Yeah. So, you know, mentorship was a big thing for me. So what I started to do was like take courses mm-hmm. and get certified mm-hmm. within it. Mm-hmm. So I only have one more left. Yay. Yeah, and I actually I'm going on Sunday to Philly okay. for another one. So okay. you know, it's different levels and stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically done okay. um after um my next course. Yeah. And so um, getting that certification, which is not necessary to treat, but okay. I just took it so seriously that I want to totally to be equipped to treat. Yeah. So I started doing that, started preparing it, and then I was like, okay, it'll just be women's health. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it has to be more than just that. I have to go into my community and offer more than just a physical therapy mm-hmm. clinic, just mm-hmm. like any other big outpatient clinic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I wanted to really, I was like, what is special about women's health to me? What What is special about life to me in general mm-hmm. or interacting with people? And I was like, confidence in building who you are up even through the flaws even through the struggles even through the pain even through those things and so in her physique is going to offer confidence building mentorship um physical therapy services all those things that incorporate like the whole Mm -hmm. aspect of a woman Mm -hmm. and we're going to treat males too Mm -hmm. but the whole aspects of Mm -hmm. of health whether Mm -hmm. it be mental you know so it'll be an actual wellness company yeah it well it is an actual wellness company right that is you know you know, building up the mm-hmm. person. Yeah, yeah. Um, because a lot of people even say, like, I've seen, and, and I think this was what was really big for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> the outpatient clinics mm-hmm. are so big on numbers. Yeah. So you, you're seeing two to three people yeah. at a time, and you're not yeah. building that confidence. So I saw a lot of women come in there, mm-hmm. like, 
in pain and mm-hmm. hurting mm-hmm. and just being it's almost like something you have to do. Yeah. When you when you have to go to the OBGYN, yes. you have to go. Yes. Like it's not a thing. Like yes. you, you, have to, you go and you right. get it over right. with. Whereas like I want your experience with therapy to be life changing for you. Yeah, that's good. And so that's what I'm building mm-hmm. with that with the company mm-hmm. and and you know writing writing books that mm-hmm. are you know related to clearing your thoughts mm-hmm. and negative thinking, attacking negative thinking, and problem solving and conflict res- mm-hmm. conflict resolution in your in yourself mm-hmm. in your internal being. So. And her, and her physique is offering all of those services. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think, I, one, I commend you for mm-hmm. going the extra mile even. Like, yeah. Even though it's not required, like, just mm-hmm. the dedication and, like, you know, mm-hmm. the work that you put into it. I really, yeah. I, I commend you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I just doing the bare minimum. And I, yeah. and I can, and I, and I had to go to um, physical therapy mm-hmm. once um, for my lower back. Okay. It's really for my hips or lower back, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it did feel like. I was just another, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just a number kind of on there. I'm like, okay, you know, they have, okay, do these exercises. Yep. Leave me alone. I'm like, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I could do this at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how do I know if I'm doing this right? right? Like, and I'm trying to explain this pain to you. You're not really like listening because you think you already know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm trying to tell you like, no, that's not it. It's like, no, but to have people that actually care, sure. like that makes all the difference. It makes the biggest difference. Yeah. And I think, um, just knowing how it feels for me, mm-hmm. I um, I battle with anxiety, mm-hmm. and so at the beginning of my journey of rec- one recognizing what anxiety looked like yeah, for me because yeah. it looks like on looks different on so many different people, I was seeking the help that I needed, mm-hmm. and I remember I had to go through three doctors, three, three, to get what I needed. Okay, to get what I needed because yeah. no one was listening to me. Gotcha. Like, no one was listening to me. And, and a lot of doctors, because doc, being a doctor, I understand yeah. what it's like with, with having to move around, and gotcha. do, you know, especially working in the hospital or mm-hmm. like a high-paced clinic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know what it feels yeah. like. And one, one, that really resonated with me as I was building in her physique as well, that like, you know what it feels like to feel just like a number or like yes. your time doesn't matter yes. or like you're, like you're struggling in your pain or right. misunderstood or not right. understood. Right. And so I think that's, that's what makes me more like compassionate about Absolutely you know, building up the person. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, so. I totally agree that your struggles definitely prepare you to deal with other people. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned writing a book. Yes. And you said that you're an art author. I, I said Arthur. <laughs> you mentioned that you're an author. Yeah. So tell us more about that. Tell us so more about the book is called When Comfort Can't Keep You. Okay. And I, at, when I was writing the book last year, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel productive. I felt like, yeah, I was serving, but I was going to work and coming home every single day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I know that this is not what I personally um, was built to do. You know, some people, you know, again, like some, I I always think that, you know, what's for you is for you. But like for me, I just knew that it just didn't feel right for me to just go to work and come home every day. Go to work and come home. And and that's how America runs, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I I just didn't. And so one night I was just like. I've always wanted to write this book. Let's mm-hmm. just start writing. Yeah. Like, let's just start writing. So um, I went to one of the workspaces okay. in um, Northeast, and I, I had my free trial. So I was like, okay, let me, <laughs> let me use my free yes. trial. So I went, and I just stayed there all night till the next day. Wow. And I poured out everything that I could, like, mentally mm-hmm. pour out, and that made sense for mm-hmm. what I was trying to achieve. And then from there, I just started going, like, sending it to people to edit for me and yeah. give me ideas on how I could, like, make it. But then I ran into, like, editing issues mm-hmm. with people, um, development, because it's different type of editing, okay. right? And so developmental editing is basically when someone is trying to 
take the 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 skeleton of what you have and make it into a full person, right? Okay. Yes. And so I I didn't like where they were trying to take it to. Okay. Okay. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do this with what I have. Yeah. And so it's a very short read. Okay. It'll take you 20 minutes if you really sit down and well. If you do the activities within the book, because it yeah. actually has activities to do. Okay. If you do the activities in the book, it will t- take you a little bit more time. Sure, if you yeah. just sat and read the chapters, yeah. it's 20 minutes worth of reading. Okay. But the point of the book is to really make you face those conflicting ideas in your head, mm-hmm. whether it be physical pain, whether mm-hmm. it be um, setting up an appointment that you're afraid of doing because you don't want to know the result of mm-hmm. what it could become. Mm-hmm. If you if it's a conflict that you're having with a person, yeah. sit down yeah. and like... Write it out. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think we don't do that a lot. I think we're trapped in in our heads a lot. Yes. We're not physically getting it out. <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah. I, I just wanted to create something small for like, even if it just helps one person deal with one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Then it, it, then it served its purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because yeah. for me, that's what it was. I wasn't able to get... And now conquering anxiety, mm-hmm. like being on the other side of anxiety, awesome. it's like, yeah, like, yeah. And, and having it so controlled. Because sometimes, yeah. you know, it's, it's something that won't go away, yeah. but you can control it. Yes. So some, some situations, certain situations are like, won't go away, but you mm-hmm. control it. And mm-hmm. these are ways that you can. Yeah. And I think through therapy and getting the treatments that I needed and, mm-hmm. you know, just going through life, I understand that you have the option to win. Mm-hmm. You're not stuck, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what it, um, the book is for. Yeah. To, you yeah. know, help people understand it yeah do you think it was cathartic for you like to kind of get all that I think it served its purpose in that time okay because again I didn't feel purposeful gotcha so it served a purpose for me to like have me you know dedicate my time and my energy to something gotcha different okay um and I believe it or not after the frustration with the editing I put it down for months Mm. I think I put it down for like four months okay and I was like I'm not I don't. I don't have the energy now. I did what I, it felt like. I was pulling myself. It felt like I was doing the right thing, but yeah. you know. And then I. I was like, you know what? Like I said, like I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it with what I have. Yes. And then I instead of like researching for people that did developmental editing, I just went back to the like copy editing, line editing, yeah, yeah. for grammar and like yes. syntax and stuff like that. that yes. You know. Yeah. I think. So. I think having a shorter piece sometimes is better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. Especially if you're you're touching on topics like mm-hmm. anxiety, like mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's sometimes I feel like a lot of books can be smaller. Like yeah. I feel like it's they feel pressured to add a lot of fluff to make it, you know, I guess acceptable by I guess writers' terms. Absolutely. I don't know, you know, if that's Absolutely. what it is. But um, I definitely feel like a lot of times if you can say it in simple mm-hmm. things that people can understand, like that's it's all like, they want. That's, that's all, all just, they want. Yes, give it to me. Yeah, yeah. And it depends on the the book you're trying to read. Yeah. Like um. If you want a novel, yeah, go grab a novel. Exactly. But if you want something that's going to help you like zone into exactly. whatever you, you know, and I think that a lot of people who go through things have a wealth of information, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 26 years old, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I can only give you what I have, but it, you know, if it's valuable to one person, then that's the point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So again, even for me, like I'm going to go to my people like Issa Rae and I'm going to yeah. go to Gabrielle yeah. Union. I'm going to go to these, you know, current books that with people that look right. like me right. that have, to- have lived a little bit longer right. and have, you know, a different type of story to tell so that right. I can like, you know, live my life, but also see different lenses of yes. which other people can. Yes. And I think that's the purpose of my book too. So, gotcha. so like other people can see through my lens right. and say, okay, now I can relate it to my right. life and I can come overcome. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the title. Like, where did you get the title from? So, I realized that I was very comfortable with being a victim. Okay. I was very Mm. comfortable, even though I was frustrated, I was comfortable where I was. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to go get in therapy. Mm. I didn't want to change my habits. Yeah. 
Um, but I got to a place where I was like, this can't, this, this anxiety cannot take over my life anymore. And I even hit hit on that in the Mm -hmm. book. Like, you know, fear is kind of comfortable for some Mm -hmm. people, you know, like I hit on that book. Like, you know, sometimes you just get to a point where you, you get fed up. I talk about a coworker I had in the book where she had, um, a gastric bypass surgery Mm -hmm. and there's something called dumping syndrome where basically, your food doesn't go where it's supposed to. Oh no! And you can't hold it all because now you don't have your 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 gastro system doesn't have the capacity Got to do you. it. And okay. so it's basically like the most uncomfortable, most like ridiculous yeah. feeling. And she said that that was one of the most difficult parts. Yeah. Um, because it's it could be embarrassing, it yeah. could be yeah. you know painful, it can be yeah. stressful. Yeah. And so you know, but she went through that because she got so fed up with not being able to fit in her clothes. Mm. Not being able to fit on a comfortable seat in a plane. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, everyone hits that point where they're just Mm -hmm. tired. So, the title came from just like, comfort can't keep me anymore. Comfort just cannot keep me. Yeah. Um, It just can't. Yeah. So, that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Um, Yeah. I think that it's true. Uh, Sometimes, what's not best for us is most comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because it's what you know. It's Mm -hmm. what you know. Like, and, and if you can... For me, I know it's it's been a process. Life has just been a process in general. But sometimes working to become empowered or to empower myself, it's just you look at that mountain and it's like, it's like how am I going to climb that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems impossible. I'm just going to sit back here in this Absolutely. little valley and rest and, you know, Absolutely. relax. But when you actually get to the top of the mountain, it's like, like, wow. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. And granted, there'll be more val- valleys, of course, mm-hmm. as we go through life, but... It's she like, overcame you that one. Yeah, exactly. And you can't go back. Like, no. You, just, you can't you imagine cannot. going back. So. You cannot. No. Yeah, I hit on that too. Like, uh, that frustration, um, anxiety, or that frustration spirit. Like, you get it. Like, it's like you've tried every, all you've got. Like, sometimes, and people that struggle with anxiety and depression mm-hmm. or any other type of mental um, diagnoses that yeah. you may have gotten or disorder or, you know, anything that you struggle with. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard for people to get out of bed. Yes. And that's your fight for the day. Yes. Is getting out of the bed oh, to take a bath. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, it, you know, just like you said, stay, stay and just yeah. keep going. Like, yeah. Keep going. And then something has to break. Yeah. My, my fiance always says that, like, if you keep putting enough pressure, something mm-hmm. has to break. That's good. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't matter what it looks like for yeah. you, but you just keep putting that pressure yeah. a day. And, and that's the law of kind of like gravity and the kind of the law of creation of kind yeah. of how we live. You know, yeah. it's not biblical, but I, I definitely believe like... Mm-hmm. Something has to break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if and if it's you, yeah. then it's you. You broke. Yeah. But you're not going to. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're not going to. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. you're just not. Yeah. Unless you give up. Yeah. So. And, but I think I think that is biblical. Like even if you talk about reaping and sowing, mm-hmm. like yeah. you know what I'm saying. If mm-hmm. whatever, like you're gonna reap it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, I definitely feel like that is biblical. Yeah. Biblical. Yeah. Um. Also, um, I struggle with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm out of touch. Yeah. So sometimes, like you said, like getting out of bed in the morning so or hard. in the afternoon yeah. or at all, like that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. And to, to be able to celebrate those ones when I focus on, of course, what other people are doing mm-hmm. and how productive they're being, I'm like... It's fake. It's all fake. Uh, <laughs> what am I doing? Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, not real, but <laughs> right? you know. Exactly. Like it yeah. just makes you want to get Yeah, it makes you get like, Yeah. What's the yeah. point? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like what's the point? But... Like over, you talk about even when you want to talk about the, the scaling the mountain, you know, mm-hmm. getting out of bed. That could be, you know, I don't know, a step. I never, yeah, you know, climb. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. Like that could be a step, and that's all I'm 
required to do for the day, and that's Absolutely. all I can require of myself. Because Absolutely. when you put too much pressure on yourself, it's you like, can turn yourself back, and you can trigger your depression, you can trigger your anxiety. You can make it worse. Yes. Make so, it worse. No, no really I get it. I get so, it. During this journey of, you know, writing your book mm-hmm. and, you know, starting your business. Yes. So how how important has community been to you? Can I be honest? Of and course. Say I was very anti community. Okay. At first. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to prove a point. Because mm. I felt like I was not producing the best fruit mm. over the last couple of years. Okay. And I felt like almost like a failure. No. I, I, I almost felt like I was not useful. Okay. I was not. And, and and that's that's a mentality that I've also had to grow out of mm-hmm. and understand how important community is. Mm-hmm. Now that I have started to produce the fruit yeah, that I think yeah. that God really wanted me to, I, it, it's nothing without people. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to just put this stuff out and do this, I, I have to have people, yeah. one, to help, but also... Yeah people to give to yeah. like community is important support is important and yeah. and looking back i wish that i had of had people around me mm-hmm. during the struggle mm-hmm. it would have made the struggle it would have made the struggle way less mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. but you know it was a pride thing mm-hmm. it was a energy thing yeah i didn't have the energy to keep up something around yeah. somebody you know what i'm saying yeah. so even around like my closest people i think yeah. the most the, the people that knew the most was my best friend and, and my fiance yeah. at the time and oh and and my really really close friend brie mm-hmm. um knew how deep it was mm-hmm. because even people from my church yeah. they they were like okay you always say you're tired you always say these things but mm-hmm. they didn't understand the depth of what i was dealing right, with right. so community really I turned away from community because yeah. I was like, until I can get myself together. I feel you. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. But now, I, community is pivotal. Yeah. Community is pivotal. Yeah. Okay? Because yeah. at the end of the day, you need the love and the energy and the support from people that mm-hmm. are like-minded, people that have God in them, people that yeah. are loving and supportive yeah. so that you can get filled up. Because yeah. after you're working so hard and doing all this work, yeah. you still need to time away from it. Yes. You still need people to build you up. Yes. You still need, you know, a hand. Yes. If that makes any no, sense, no. Yeah. so I'm a I'm a community advocate, yeah. but it has to still be the right type of community for Absolutely. you. <laughs> Absolutely. So you can't be. Like, I'm just gonna give a random example. You can't be in an organization, any type of organization, mm-hmm. that conflicts with what you're doing for one that may mm-hmm. not agree with mm-hmm. your with what you're doing, mm-hmm. and or not morally support you in the way that you need it. Yeah. And that could look like anything. That could be whether these people drink nonstop and sure. you're trying to write a book about sobriety. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, it needs it to... It's like, how can they Right, how can you... Yeah. Right. So yeah. you, you need to be around the community that's going to pour into you the yeah. right way. Yes. You know, you get... And you and you know what's right and what's wrong mm-hmm. for you most of the time. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't, then you can always seek a health professional yes. or a professional to help you guide your way through relationships. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we have skewed visions of those as well. Yeah. You know, so community is also important because yes. you still need to go in the community to find the best doctor for right. you so that you right. can get what you need. Right. Community it has different shapes and forms, yes. but it needs to be for you. Absolutely. So. And like you said, you can't do without community. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you're service based. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, who are you serving if you yeah. don't have community? You and even I mean? if you're not, I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. ev- everything is service based. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, <that's real. laughs> uh, you know, especially just working with healthcare. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it's definitely something that um, you need. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're trying to get to a specific like target audience. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to be like a minorities yeah. clinic or you're trying, yeah, you know, reach minorities, yeah. I think it's really yeah. important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so 
Talking about support, do you feel like, do you feel like, I know we touched on support mm-hmm. previously before mm-hmm. we started recording, yeah. but do you feel like you have gotten the support that you kind of, I don't know, expected or I need? have got both sides. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I got some people that I never would have thought like have really been supporting yeah. me. And I'm like, yo, I see you. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a classmate from physical therapy school. We never, ever really talk mm-hmm. unless it's like in our group chat about, you know, like somebody doing something <laughs> you know um and you like an event coming up yeah, yeah but she wrote me and she like wrote this like decent message about you know like her being really happy for me yeah. and and like really like congratulating me on my business and yeah. congratulating on my book and just really like just being supportive i'm like yeah i had to write her back and tell her like thank you for seeing good in me yeah when other classmates didn't see good in me or thank mm-hmm. you for seeing good in me like even when i was struggling yeah. through my yeah. internship like she yeah. was like well that's the easy part and i'm mm-hmm. like wow like you know, so it's been people that have, like, really, like, you know, been supportive. But then on the other side, mm-hmm. you know, like, we spoke about this before, like, likes and comments yes. and verbal, like, hey, bomb, like, I'm going to buy your book, right. does not equal sales. No, it doesn't. It does not equal sales, right. okay? <laughs> so what shocks me is the amount of sales mm-hmm. that I have, but how many connections I have to people. Mm. So when I put it out, like if you have 300, 400 likes yeah. and you have 10 book sales. What does that even mean, right? Like, it blows my yeah. mind. But then I also had to remember the humanity of the people. Yeah. The yeah. humanity of people is like, like I talked to you before, it's like mm-hmm. a person has to see something four times yeah. no matter who you're related yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, No matter your bloodline, yeah. whatever, yeah. to actually click that button of support. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can't even say that my fiance was the first person to buy the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if yeah. he was or not, yeah. but you know, like it's still like, <laughs> you would hope, like, like, hope he was, but hey, I'm not going to charge it to you. <laughs> I'm not going to charge it to your heart, bro. I'm going to charge it to, <laughs> to your mind, Okay. But yeah, like, you know, it doesn't equal sales. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to have different lenses that you can put on your eyes. Yeah. You look at it from a business perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You look at it from like family and yeah. the support you're looking for, whether it yeah. be emotional, like yeah. where are you looking for your affirmations from and, yeah. and do you really need them? Yeah. You have to look at the levels mm-hmm. and the layers to it, you mm-hmm. know, and it takes having a clear mind mm-hmm. to do so. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that clear mind, again, I say seek professional exactly, help so that yeah. you can get to that point yes. where you can see things clearly yes. and surround yourself with people that can help you do it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've gotten both sides. I'm like, wow, like, yo, I got, like, this many so-and-sos and, mm-hmm. you, like, I got this many ch- church members, da-da-da-da, but yeah. not to call it my church, my church is great, but, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, like, yeah. 10 out yeah. of, like, 400 likes yeah. or nearly, like, maybe 800 combined on yeah, all the platforms yeah. and yeah. 10 book sales, Yeah, you know? So, I, I, I think the support... It, you, I was telling you earlier too, you have to unlock what's mm-hmm. important for you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm starting to unlock and understand the business of what I'm getting in. Because I'm not an author by trade. I'm not right. a, you know, this is something that I picked up and right. something that I wanted to produce. So now I'm, as I'm learning it, right. you, you get the skills to understand, you know, what your target audience is. Yeah. And, you know, if you're doing it on a budget, it may take more time. Yeah, versus true. going to that's be real. published by a bigger that's company, real. you know, and yeah. like pay all this money. So, yeah. you know, again, you're giving your time to, to build experience. Yeah. So the next book I write, I'll skip all the intro stuff and go mm-hmm. to the next level. Mm-hmm. So the support will look a little different yes. then. Yes. You yes. know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different levels to it and layers to it. Did you want to... When you talk about... I love how you said the affirmations you need. Like, mm-hmm. 
because I think sometimes, you know, we, we're looking for some sort of um, validation of what we're doing and who we are mm-hmm. based on, like, the support we gain from right. other people. Yeah. And if we do that, like, we're going to fail every time. Every you know time. what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. our worth can't be measured. And it's something I'm still learning, too. Yeah. Like, our worth can't be measured in how many clients you have mm-hmm. or how many, you know. Because even if it is, not saying that you're only going to sell, you know, 10 yeah, books. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, even if it is, like... You, you might sell, you know, 50. And those 50 people are the people that needed that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. Even though it's really hard because it's like, okay. It's like, I did all this work. Exactly. For like, this. I poured my soul right. Right. into, like, yeah. I, I feel like that's what some people don't understand either on their mm-hmm. seeming. And it's like, they just think, oh, it's just a thing. It's like, no. No, like, this is. How much, how many hours, how much, how much sweat, tears, like. This is real. Yes. How many times a person threw the book away and then picked it back up? Like, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how often that happens? Like, people don't really understand that. And I think. It's hard to convey that in like an ad or yeah. in, you know, like you can't, hey, you can't, unless like you, you cannot, know, you cannot you share your process. Um, I would say that the person, I would say that, you know, growing up, the way that you're brought up, the way that you're spoken to as a child and, mm-hmm. and those things definitely more your perception of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you got all your affirmations from your parents and they did in a positive way, they built you up. And, you know, even when you were down Mm -hmm. and and you failed or you Mm -hmm. did something wrong, they addressed that, but then still built you up. Mm -hmm. Then it may be a little bit easier for you Mm -hmm. to um, understand what real affirmation is like versus affirmations of people you don't know. Right. Right. And so that's why I say it's different levels. Right. But then I I think like everyone, what is that saying? That the artist is sensitive about their itch, you know, like everyone that does something is like you said, is is passionate about and they want it to reach. Yes. You know, and I think that um, it depends on who you're talking to. Are you talking to believers in Christ? Are Mm -hmm. you talking to, you know, the the nation of Islam? Like, who are you talking Mm -hmm. to and and what what were they brought up under and what are their feet standing on? Because then you have to get to the core root of like the foundation of what you believe. Yeah. Because that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes, and and, you know, we're all human. So we, Mm -hmm. we, I, Stephen Furtick, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, (laughs) uh, Selena Dion, I'm telling you, Shakira, like all these people, I'm sure they have sat face to face with like wanting to be admired and their work to be appreciated. Everyone is a human instinct, right? And even if you're laying down one day Mm -hmm. and saying like, dang, I wish more people got it. It's okay. Just don't stay there. Yes. That's, that's my motto. Like it's okay, but just don't stay there. So yeah. yeah. Affirmations. Yeah. You got to just dig to the core and then figure it out. Putting my, my husband always says put puts on put on blind. Yes, you know tunnel. what I mean. You like, gotta be a tunnel vision type, yes, type of person. Yes, and at the same time, I think it's also important to balance like the accolades you do receive mm-hmm. that you're not living off of those, living off of them, right? Because it's it's kind of short lived though. Because it once is, you start feeding off of that, then you're looking for the next yes, one, and exactly, you're looking for the next exactly. one, and it becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah. And so I think that like that tunnel vision of doing what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and finding joy in what mm-hmm. you're doing, right? Because if it, it, it's like let me pump this project out just to see if people will like it, yeah it'll ruin it like yeah, you know it'll, exactly. it'll ruin it so yeah. your art has to become something that you love like right. i believe recently tiana taylor put out an album mm-hmm. and she was very upset i think about what was included on the album and um how it was like uh promoted oh she didn't have like creative control then i don't think she had as much creative control okay. as she would have liked okay okay and i think you know she was on the breakfast club and i think angie martinez's show mm-hmm. um in new york and they 
and I, I remember that because I, I resonated it resonated with it so much because I guess I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it that like it's not that you don't like your project. Yeah. I think it's just it's it's so many factors that are moving around right. putting out a project. Right, right. And whether you're in control of it or not, you just want it to reach people the yeah. way you want it to reach people. Yeah. And yeah. you think it's so good. Yeah. You think it's so worthy yeah. that it's like more people need to hear yes. it and it needs to be done the right way. Yes. So you know, yeah. I, it's natural. Yeah, it it's is. natural. It is. Whether you're a singer, yeah, a painter, yeah, anything. You yeah. know, yeah. And and fame, it fame, because mm-hmm. I relate that affirmation thing to fame. Yeah, in a in a sense, mm-hmm. fame can be taken away so quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be hot this woman and this like trash tomorrow, trash too because <laughs> tomorrow right on out, right on out. <laughs> so again, like, yeah. I think people feel ethnicity. I mean, eth- um. They feel genuity. Yeah, yeah. They they, they feel that like genuine. Like, yeah. People feel it. Yeah. We're we're actually like spirit people. Yeah, we're yeah. spirit beings like yeah. walking around in these bodies. Exactly. So we know yeah. when someone is. That's how you know. Like one, um, my mentor from my church, she was like, "Well, how do you know when you walk in a room somebody don't like you? How do you know? You can you can feel, feel it, right? Exactly. So it, exactly. it's kind of like yeah. that. Like we feel genuine. Yeah, stuff. absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. And I like what you're saying. Like I do think when you're seeking um, affirmation and seeking approval, it kind of messes up your true north. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, somehow, you know, instead of doing a project or writing a book or Mm -hmm. creating something or following something how you want to follow it, now you're too worried about what other people are thinking or too making it look like something else that's going to be accepted Mm -hmm. that you end up, you know, missing all these people that you were supposed to get because you weren't being yourself. You -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You weren't doing what was assigned for you to do. (laughs) But you have to be... You have to start to figure out what is really a sign for you, yes. because you know once you start going off, then it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. And, and but we don't understand that. I think that we are in this culture of like team no sleep. Like you could do whatever you want. Like, Listen, team sleep. Like but team yes. sleep. You could do what. Like you could do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, we could do whatever you want, but is yeah. it right for you? I yeah. think the, it's a scripture in the Bible. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's biblical. Yeah, it is. Where it's like you know, just because you have access to yeah. it doesn't mean it's good for you. Is it beneficial? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe it's not. I yeah. believe you have to figure out what your yeah. gifting is. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that with writing your um writing your one more thing, sorry. Okay. But talking about Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, talking about like rest and mm. you know how like did you find because you said that you put down a book for like four months. Mm-hmm. And so while it might be looked at as like, oh, you put it down for four months. Like maybe, do you feel like that four months is what you needed? Like to just kind of like regroup? And, yeah. I think yeah. it was triggering my anxiety that I wasn't mm-hmm. getting what I wanted. Okay. I wasn't getting what I wanted out of the project. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned in the book that frustration of like giving it all you got and you get so yeah. frustrated that you just want to quit. Yeah. And I think I I was about I was like this close to that. Yeah. And so I was like, let me rest. Yeah. Because my anxiety's flaring up, mm-hmm. and I'm not happy. Yes. And that defeated the purpose because yes. what I really was looking for was a place where I was being productive but happy. Yes. So it it, mm. it, it wasn't just about like mm. hey like I go to work and come home and that's not fulfilling for me. It was mm-hmm. it was more of like I needed to find my happiness and joy again yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's when you're most productive when yeah. you're at peace yeah. Yeah. and you're able to produce work. I agree. And so now that I'm freer and I'm mm-hmm. and not, life is not like cake oh, yeah, by no, no, far no. but <laughs> yeah. but coming to that place of healing and coming to that place of like casting off all yeah. the baggage like you know like yeah. I think that 
putting it down was necessary for yeah. me to be, get healthy again. Yeah. And rest is so important because mm-hmm. I wasn't sleeping. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. not. I was tossing and turning. And at the time, I was working out really hard. Mm-hmm. I was training and training and trying to meet fitness goals. So it was like, okay, in the morning, I'm taking pre-workout. I'm going mm-hmm. back to the gym again. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to, trying to stay up at night and work at the same time mm-hmm. at, while I'm at work. And it was just my mind was constantly going. Yeah. And so that's when it was just unhealthy for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I love Diddy. I love Diddy. <laughs> I do. Yeah. No, for real. Like yeah. I love Diddy. Yeah. But and me and my fiance both love Diddy. Like yeah. but I, I think that it's really like crazy for us to preach mm. lack of rest. Yeah. Because I and, and I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't believe that he doesn't rest. Oh yeah, I don't either. I think he's a really good delegator because <laughs> yes. there's no way that he can run the companies, yes. but I think he's a very good delegator yes. and I think that he he's been able to get to that place and work yeah. his way to, to be able to delegate and kind of like get the yeah. rest he needs. But I don't think that that translates to the rest of America yeah. the right way. Right, right. No, I feel you. Because I think people say team no sleep and it's like, okay, it's 2 a.m. and I, I still need to stay up to 4 because it sounds better. Yeah. It looks better. It looks like mm-hmm. I've stayed up. But you got to work smart and effective. Mm-hmm. You you know, you can be smart and effective in two hours mm-hmm. way more than you yeah. could be if you stayed up like a straight 24 absolutely, hours. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's scientific studies that have proven mm-hmm. that rest, one, helps us lose weight. Take a nap. Take a nap. <laughs> like, Einstein took naps. Yes. It's, yes. it's proven that Einstein yeah. took naps. Like, yes. it's recorded that he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not something that's, like, a game. Yeah. And right. I think that we actually are curing diseases and, like, pre- not curing, but preventing diseases yeah, with absolutely. more rest. Oh, absolutely. And better eating. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's like a no-brainer. Yeah. I think, I think, bo- I think, it comes to pride, mm-hmm. you know, on two fronts because, mm-hmm. like you said, it lo- sounds better. It sounds better. It sounds it better. better. Like, like, yeah, you know, I labored and I, you know, look what look at all I did. Yeah. But also, it's it's also a lack of trust in God. Absolutely. Because it's like one, and and again, like I have to tell myself this: God can do more in an hour than I can do in ten. You know what I'm saying? Like and he can do more in seconds. No, seriously, minute. right? Because he holds time. Like he he creates time. Yeah. So it's like so for me, it's stupid. Like it's it's when you really think about it, it's really few. In me and my human strength, I cannot create what mm-hmm. you know what God. I I can rest <clears throat> in the fact that God has these things for me. And yes, it requires my work absolutely, but it doesn't require me killing myself no. because at that point, then I'm depending it's on myself and not depending on yeah. Him. You yeah. know what I mean? And I because, think that's what I was doing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm glad that you listened to those triggers because yeah. your body will like anxiety, like or depression for me. Like even today, like I was working on something and I had to stop because yeah, I was have like, to take a break. I just can't. You know, no. I just I just cannot today. Yeah. And if we if we fail to listen to our triggers, like we'll have this maybe immaculate work, maybe raggedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you're going to be a mess. You, you know what I'm saying? At the you, end of the day, yeah. you're the vessel. What's yeah. the point? What's of, the point of what and, you're doing? And what glory does that give God for you to be a wreck? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? For you to be a mess. Not much, you know not much. He, you know, I'll boast in my weaknesses, but I, you know, I'm trying to like live. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying. I'm trying to live and enjoy yes. what else God has for me. Absolutely. So I'm not trying to be laid out. Absolutely. Because anxiety for me, it actually like is physically, mm-hmm. it, it it manifests itself physically mm-hmm. for me. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm sitting here talking to you, mm-hmm. for instance, and I, my heart rate will be 140. Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally. Wow. Pumping iron at the gym, yeah, yeah. and that you can't maintain that. No, no. you cannot maintain that. No. Some people do, yeah, but it, it catches up with them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I had to like stop. Yeah, yeah. and I'm a coffee fan. I love my coffee. <laughs> I have my pillow right here, but first coffee, and you know, it's just you know, I had to start paying attention, like you said, to the yeah. triggers and like a lot yeah. of caffeine, extra working out at night. Yeah. 
that kind of yeah. stuff. So just being in tune. Yeah. Just and, being in tune. And being obedient. Like, God calls us yeah. to rest. You know what I'm Yeah, saying? like, he had a whole rest. day. Like, like in Levitical, like, times, yes. like, it's, it's, like, they had to pre-make their meals the yes. day before. No one do Nothing. Anything. That meant, like, picking up stuff. Yeah. Like, it's crazy if you read it. Like, yeah, it if is. you read it, like, it's like, yo, what? Yeah. You can, what? Yeah. And now we, like, don't have it. Yeah. We don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, we just don't do it. Exactly. And it's it's so funny because even reading those stories, it's like, you see how much they didn't trust. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I see myself in those in people. In the people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, even when we talk about, like, the manna, for example, mm-hmm. it's like, you can't collect manna this day. People would sit there and put extra manna in to, like, last time. It's yeah. like, God is like, I told you I'm going to provide yeah. for you. like, what are you doing? And you're, and the manna would go bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and that's honestly, like, that's that's what we do. Like, whatever we try to do, our little futile little, you know. It's like, you know, just it's, stop. it's trash. Like, yeah. It, I told you I got you. Are you going to trust me or not? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. And so, it's scary. It's the fear it, of the unknown. Of course. It's of the fear. Course. Anything is in, it's the fear of the unknown. Everything yeah. we're talking about now, everything is the fear un- yeah. of the unknown. Yeah. But I talk a lot about the faith aspect. Mm. And I remember one time someone told me that faith was my gift mm. in one of my darkest periods of time. And wow. they were like, faith is your gift. Like, wow. you need to activate the gift that you have. And I'm, prob- I'm guaranteeing you that yeah. we all have it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all have it. Yeah. We just have to use it. Yeah. And like use it like a muscle. Like, yeah. you know, when you first start going to the gym, you may be skinny, but once okay. you, like you've seen some people, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, when he started before he did, um, what's the movie? That's funny. Uh, not Black Rocky. No. no. Okay. Use Black Panther. Okay. Sure. What's well, the Rocky one? Too. I Rocky 2. Rocky 2. I don't think it's Rocky. Was it? Creed. 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 So Creed 2 is coming. Yes. Before Creed, <laughs> Creed was coming. Yeah, it's coming. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. No, but before he was in Black Panther, like you, you, if you watch any documentaries or any like YouTube videos yeah. on his training, like yeah. he was not it what was he intense. is. Yeah, it was intense. You have to like yeah. train it, mm-hmm. and it's something that you actively have to train. Mm-hmm. And it is scary. I'm yeah. not getting, like I'm not gonna lie. Even yeah. as I sit here, sometimes I, I'm fearful of what yeah. my life is gonna look like. I'm fearful, mm-hmm. but like I have, to, I have. It's a choice. Like you have to make. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like. That like I hate roller coasters for one, but when you get at the top, yeah. it's like about to fall. Yeah. That feeling, yeah. you know. But then when you're at the bottom, you're laughing because it's yeah, like, yeah. well, like yeah. it's over. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I think that that's kind of what life may start to look like for some people once they start activating it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. once you get to the other side of faith, mm-hmm. and like think about like for those believers and like who are Christians, like the promises that we actually have after this life is over. Yeah. Like um, so, right now, like we're we're hoping for bigger houses and that stuff like that but if you know we look at like what our prize is at the end of the day like mm. when we rest when our bodies yeah. turn to dust yeah. like what yeah our promises are yeah it's crazy yeah. right so like that kind of god still is like thinking about your life here right now yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. so i think those reminders and staying in the word of understanding like what the promises look like here mm-hmm. you know and i'm not saying like i'm not preaching prosperity gospel because uh, i'm totally not that, yeah. yeah i'm not for prosperity gospel, yeah, yeah. but I'm I'm thinking like the fruits of the spirit. Like mm-hmm. I know that like my prayer is like the fruits of the spirit. Like can I get a lot of patience? Can I mm-hmm. get a lot of kindness? Can I get an overflow of like feeling you near me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling you near that. me because that yes. that part because it's it's kind of like you know those things. Yeah, you know, and they those things like blind you of the world. Yeah, those things do. blind you of the likes that they you want to get. They you do. know what I'm saying? And so if you stay locked and yeah. loaded into those things, yeah, those things are life. Yeah. But we get, because of how we live in our society, yeah. it blocks us from those things. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bible calls us to a quiet light. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It calls us to a quiet life. It does. But, and I understand why it's hard. Yeah. Because of it's what lonely. we live in. Yeah. And, and quiet doesn't necessarily mean like, I'm right. Like, no, yeah. But quiet means peaceful. Quiet okay. means. That's what I'm saying. Like, noisy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Like, right. Noise. Yeah. Distraction. Yeah. So, my goal, my goal mm-hmm. within her physique is to like spread that message mm-hmm. to people to to live that message, yeah. you know? And like, sometimes I even do things like I'll drop a post, but I won't go back and look at it. Girl, same. Until later, yes. you know what I'm saying? It, until yes. when my mind isn't focused on yes. it anymore. Cause then I'll be picking up every five seconds. Yes. Like, who said what, what yeah. happened? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, and it's, it's not a way to live. It's not. And my boyfriend's always on me. Like, I remember like he plays piano. So he's doing like, um, piano for church. Okay. And like, if I'm having my phone, he'll look at me like, you need to put your phone. <laughs> and he's like, what you doing on your phone? <laughs> And I'm like, you're right, you're right. He's yeah. like, are you working right now? Are you checking emails right now? Like, are you for real? So, so yeah, like, yeah. again, that support around you is yeah. good to keep you, you know, focused. Focused, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So when you were writing the book, like, mm-hmm. you said you said you're not an author by trade. Did you ever have to battle, like, imposter syndrome or, like, feeling like, well, people really want to hear what I have to say? Or were you just kind of just like, I'm going to do it either way? Funny thing, my mom is an English, journalism in English nice. major. Okay. Then she became... A lawyer and then she became a judge okay so she's really good at writing okay so when i was a kid yeah oh i none of my papers survived i think that everything that i gave her in the beginning was something completely different yes. by the time it was done <laughs> so i started to try to look out for things that i had learned from yeah. so that i knew that what i was saying met, mattered yeah but that it would make sense to somebody else yeah. i wasn't i wasn't really looking to be a new york top seller i'm not looking to be right you know, I'm just trying to get my point across. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know that my point is valuable because I lived it. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm one person and mm-hmm. I know that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. If you look at the rate of mental health and, and conflict between people in relationships and physical pain that people yeah. go through, we all deal with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, some, it's something that is, is, is valuable mm-hmm. and useful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted it to get across. Yeah. And I'm also scholarly in a sense because, okay. you know, I've been in school forever. <laughs> um, so you'll see, you know, a few things in there that, are kind of like scientific slash okay. medical, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So you Which know, I wasn't sense. really worried. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. really worried about mm-hmm. you know, you know, because I've read like even these books that are sitting here. Like Issa Rae's book is completely different from mm-hmm. Gabby's book, right? They're mm-hmm. both writing about their life, yeah. but Issa's hilarious. Yeah. She's freaking hilarious, and Gabby is too, yeah. right? Yeah. But in her own way, because right. like she's funny, but she's so serious. About yeah, it. like yeah. she there's no games yeah, that she's yeah. playing, but she yeah. when she's talking, it's like, yeah. yo, like that's funny because I can like see her saying and I yeah. can like relate to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you write, you find your own writing style mm-hmm. depending on what you're trying to do. They're right. trying to tell about their life. Yeah. I'm just trying to t- um, give you a snapshot of something that happened in my life yeah. and how I kind of got through it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to find my writing style, and I even yeah. with the editors that I didn't continue a relationship with, yeah. they're like, after you continue to write books, yeah, you find your writing style. Right. Right. And even people that wrote, read my manuscript, they're like, oh my gosh, I can hear you say this. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you build it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. your personality will come out with your writing. Yeah, yeah. So it'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, like, some tips you have for people that might want to, you know, write a book? Like, um, do it. Like, start. Mm-hmm. I would suggest not writing it on paper if you have, if you have to. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I would say, like... Save yourself the stress and like start just typing. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, start a skeleton and outline mm-hmm. something and just start. Yeah. You know, and that gives you that gives you the wherewithal to like continue to do it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because a lot of there are a lot of books that are written, mm-hmm. but there are, are a lot of books that are not written. Mm-hmm. 
because people don't yeah. know how. But I, when I tell you that, yeah, it's a process, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not something that's like so hard that no one could do it. Yeah. You know, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to have, do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. just have to start. Yeah. So that's my number one is like, do it, mm-hmm. start, whatever the topic is. Mm-hmm. But I would say that read too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, read one. too. Because yeah. I found myself a lot in my other styles of writing that's not this book that I started to hear, to take on the style of some other people gotcha. in certain ways. Yeah. You yeah. know, now I wasn't copying it. Of no, course no. you can't copy them. But, right. you know, you, you take the style depending yeah. on what you're trying to relay. Right. And like get across. Right. You know, and that and that starts to build your type of writing, as mm-hmm. your style of writing. Mm-hmm. So you have to read. You mm-hmm. can't just think that you're going to write without reading mm-hmm. you know and then also like research your genre of what you're trying to do mm-hmm. and see what was successful okay because now because now the big thing is there are millions of books on amazon how is yours gonna funnel through the millions right right and and I'm, again we're not talking numbers but if, mm-hmm. if it depends on what you're trying to do if you're gonna give it for free yeah okay then you need to be looking more of the advocate awareness side okay. but if you're doing it for profit yeah you have to do your research yeah. on what your you know like what your margins are there are, amazon has an alg- algorithm that is completely different from anything that has ever been made right so you have to figure it out like today i just found out that my book is the number one new release under conflict resolution yay yeah so but it's because i chose conflict okay. resolution gotcha. whether whereas if i went to nonfiction mm. and then did like self-help right there are i mean thousands <laughs> right? of self-help books yeah, yeah but you have to pick your gotcha. you know and i had i just happened so like to niche down. write niche down and i had to research to even know that was mm-hmm. a thing mm-hmm. then you have Amazon, you know, and then you also don't have to even go through Amazon. True. You can go through a thousand other self-publishing companies or you can go get picked up by a big company, pitch your idea. Yeah. It's going to cost money, but pitch your idea and then go that route. So start to research as you're writing Mm -hmm. so that it's something that, you know, it helps you either, it either fuels your fire or helps you figure out it's something that you really don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it, it, you have to see it through to the end. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're telling people that you're doing it and it's valuable to people. People yeah. want it. So yeah. don't hold people yeah. hostage like or hopeful yeah. and you don't deliver. Yeah. No, so I think those true. are my like three like top things mm-hmm. that I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, I'm just learning. Like for me, I don't even want to, I don't even want to write another book until I fully get what I need to learn from this one. Gotcha. You. you know what I'm saying? That's, so I'm really absorbing what I'm learning so that the next time I can offer even a better service yeah. to people, yeah. you know, like, and I can't wait to see the reviews on the book. Like, even if they're bad, I need to see what they are. Yeah. And don't be afraid of your yeah. critiques because that's how you get better. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, it's hard, right? Yeah. My, my boyfriend, he has a YouTube channel. He has mm-hmm. like over 10,000, maybe nice. 20,000 followers on his um. Uh, he teaches piano. On there, okay. So That's he cool. does lessons. And so he, in the beginning, he would leave bad comments up there. Did I say boyfriend? Did I say piano? You said boyfriend. It's okay. Oh, babe, I'm sorry. <laughs> Beyonce, <laughs> it just was three days ago. <laughs> Help me. Um, but. Uh, That's a grace period. Uh, you know, a it's a grace period. period. <laughs> At least a week. Come on, man. Two week. But um, the bad comments he left up for a while. Mm. And then after a while, he was like, you know what? I don't really need the bad comments. Okay. I, I, I need I need the good comments okay. because I need to understand like what I'm doing right yeah. for this particular season. Mm-hmm. And he, he may go back and enable the bad comments, mm-hmm. but the bad comments didn't seem to really be helpful. Been, yeah. They were more just like 
trollish rude yeah, yeah. right and so you know how the world could be now yeah. so yeah like don't be scared uh, afraid of your critiques either mm-hmm. and i i think that i was like excited to get my edits back but yeah. i was like okay what yeah what if it's trash and it's funny no, no editor said it was trash no Yay. editor said that it wasn't worthy of being published yeah it was just expansion right okay you know okay so yeah yeah so i was gonna ask you like did you have any fears like releasing the book like mm-hmm. Okay. I had fears when I actually put it up for pre-order. Okay. Because I was like, oh, snap. Now people are actually going to read this. Mm, I was like, because yeah. it's cool. It's like, oh, I wrote a book. Exactly. But ain't nobody read your book, right. bro. Like, nobody's read your book. <laughs> now it's like, oh, snap. People have to read it. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Um, it's like being seen, right? Right. It's yeah. being seen. And my, my, my friend Bree, she was like. It, it's crazy to be vulnerable. Like yeah, it's hard it to be vulnerable. Really like because we all want to show the best out of. That's mm. why social media is so popping because yeah. we show the best out of ourselves. Yeah. So now I really don't care because yeah. honestly, that's like good. it's gonna build me up regardless. Yeah. Because it's something that no one in my family has ever done. Mm-hmm. We're lying. But both of my two of my aunts wrote books, but mm-hmm. not in the context of what I'm trying to do with it. Gotcha. So you know, I, I'm doing something that's different than most of my family's yeah. family members have done. Yeah. Um, and I just want to be effective yeah i don't really care about being liked as much as i i would like to be effective yeah yeah um and effective equals being valuable and and used right right you know because it's like Mm. i think about something like what's something that's like like my 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 trash can like (laughs) i don't like trash like who likes trash right but it's necessary like (laughs) we need the trash can right that's a good way to look at it you you value being effective and used over being liked. Over being liked. Because ultimately, you're going to... If, if you're effective or whatever, like, you... it Being liked is just an emotion. Being yeah. liked is, is just being, like, out of two things, you're not picked by someone mm, else. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's yeah. not... That doesn't, that doesn't fuel you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It doesn't... You know, you still got to get up and eat. You still got to pay your bills. You still got to do these things. Yeah. Being liked is not something that is as important as being effective. Because yeah. if you're not effective and if you're not useful, you're not doing anything. Mm. You're not doing anything. Mm. Even like, I, and I, I say that on every level, whether it be like at your job, mm-hmm. like if you're in a, you're going to get fired. Mm-hmm. If you're not, I, my boyfriend used to work for a graphic, a graphic design company and yeah. they literally look at the percentage like in rates of what you're putting out oh, product. Wow. Okay. They look at <coughs> your, your rating that you're getting Uber. Okay. You oh, rate sure. you rate sure. your drivers. Yeah. Like people get fired yeah. and less pay if you're not effective in doing yeah. your job and pleasing people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And be in doing what you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I gotta write that down. That's really good. Like it's 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 stu- it's it's so dumb for us to get wrapped up and it's hard. It's yeah, I'm fall- I fall into it all the time. But what I'm saying is just knowing that there is another way of thinking. Yeah. Because when you get locked into one way of thinking, you're in a prison and you yeah. don't think there's no other way to That's think. True. But it's such another way to think. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. You know? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I think that's my soapbox about okay. that. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. So, what is your hope? What is the one message you hope people walk away from with your with your book? Uh, the one message, and I say it like 50,000 times, that you have the choice to choose. Mm. You can choose fear or you can choose freedom. Mm. And it's neither one are going to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, which one are you going to choose? <sighs> so neither one is gonna be, be hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about people who are impacted by something that is negatively impacting them. Yeah. And so it's not gonna be easy to stay, yeah. and it's not gonna be easy to go. Yeah. But yeah. would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> um, would you rather stay in that, or would you rather know that you know you may come up bruised, better than scarred, but yeah. you came out free, better. 
Yeah. You came out better. Yeah. You, came, you know? So, yeah. I think that's what I want. No, that's good. So, thank you for coming. Thank you so much. So, so please tell everybody where they can, all your things. All of my things. All the okay, things. so let's start at the top. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook under Justine Danielle Williams. That's easy. That's just my name. And then on um, Instagram, it's In Her Physique. So, that's the name of the company. Um, under that, in my bio, you will find the link to my book, When Comfort Can't Keep You, which is available for pre-order now. The official book release is August 1, 2018. Get it, get it, get it. Get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's so, it. So how? Oh, website. Yeah, yes. Uh, www.inherphysique.com. Yes. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, how? Okay. One more thing for you to fill in. Sure. So... Um, so you're going to say, I fight fear by blank. And you just kind of. Ooh. <laughs> um, I fight fear by choosing to face it. Mm. By choosing to face it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm living in it then. It's in my, it's in my blood if I just let it be there. Yeah. You know, I, it can't be, it can't, it can't stay. Yeah. You know, God and fear can't stay. Yeah. It, it just can't. I like that. Perfect love drives out fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, I knew, I knew my prayer was going to be answered. I was on a plane Mm -hmm. on my plane, my flight back here, Mm -hmm. um, from Florida. And it was a verse that was like, it really clicked in my head and and it quickly went away, but it it meant so much that like when you're loved, right. And you're loved perfectly Mm -hmm. by God. Yeah. There fear can't stay. Like it has to, it has to go. Yeah. So once you accept that you're loving, that you you actually ha- have the opportunity to be effective, and you're yeah. meant to be effective, yeah. you can't, you can't. So yeah. you face it and you move it like it. it yeah. Your love, so it has to go. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, no, that makes sense. That so makes I'm sense. I'm so glad that that came back. Like that's yeah. an answer to prayer. But yeah, like I I face it. And I face it. Yeah. Yeah. I fight it by facing it. Yeah. So yeah. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much. Oh, this is so fun. Can I yell on here? Of course. Too late. No, yes, <laughs> but it was so good. So thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Fear Fight. I hope you feel empowered to keep fighting the good fight in spite of fear. Please feel free to like, share, and subscribe. You can find more information about this episode in the description box and also at aliciarenice.com slash podcast. Above all, Keep creating because you, your story, and what you create matters.